Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. April 5th this year. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> we made it through another April Fool. Did you get fooled? I didn't get fooled. Not this year. I said, nobody's getting me. <laughs> Same. I'm not trying to get got. Mm-mm. I don't want to get got at all. That's terrible. Mm-mm. Why did that become a holiday? To prank people? Some trickster was like, you know what would be funny? If I lied to a bunch of friends and then just said, April, you're a fool. April fools. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, here's a day where everyone can be deceitful. And it's okay because it's on this day. It's a precursor to the purge. <laughs> <laughs> First April fools, then the, the purge. Light version of the purge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can just lie to people. You April fools me. I think we've talked about it on this. We probably have, and I regret it uh, every year. (laughs) God, it was so fucked up. I know, it it wasn't good. I was living my best life, (laughs) having a nice day. I had woken up, made my way down to work, was sitting at my work desk. Off the elevator pops my friend. I said, wow, I love seeing my friend. It's a blessing. She sits right next to me like she always does. And we start yammering on and on about, I don't know, probably boys or something. We were in our early 20s. And then she goes, Nicole, can I tell you something? And I spin my chair around to her because it was on wheels. And she said, I'm pregnant. And I said, oh, wow, I'll take you anywhere you need to go or we will raise this baby together. (laughs) And then I went about my business. I wheeled right around back to my computer screen. I said, that's solved. And then she goes, April fools. And I've never been angrier. (laughs) Never been angrier. I dedicated my life to raising an imaginary baby. (laughs) I made a commitment to emotional uh, support to maybe make this fetus go away <laughs> if that was what was needed I would have been a ride didn't have a car would have taken her there waited for her taken her home I'm so sorry as you're telling this my stomach is in my asshole I, I hate it I'm so embarrassed it wasn't a good joke it was really bad you were so supportive and sweet like what else how else would you have reacted i don't know what i was expecting like a haha it's not a haha kind of comment i don't know why i dropped that on you that's a lot it was a lot for a saturday afternoon yeah i mean in hindsight it is pretty funny Just the whole thing, because I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, as soon as you had such a sincere <laughs> response, I was like, oh, wait, oh, fuck. Oh, no, wait a minute. Maybe I should have done this. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wish I realized it was uh, April Fool's. I don't know. I wish I had a different response. I wish it wasn't so earnest. Well, because you're my friend. 
<laughs> and you were just trying to look out for me. That you had the appropriate response. I was the inappropriate one who thought I could make pregnancy a joke. <laughs> Oh, how <laughs> funny. I I don't think I've ever April Fool's anybody successfully. I don't think so either. No, I, don't I start laughing. Yeah. yeah. Also, I feel like your April Fool's jokes would be like, <laughs> I'm not wearing my bra. <laughs> <laughs> or like something like really, really simple where I'm like, I don't, I guess. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't tricked. I didn't. <laughs> I did nothing. Okay. <laughs> They're a little lower. Cool. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't notice otherwise, but thanks for telling me. Yeah, I don't think I could ever come up with a good April Fool's joke. There's no need to. This just isn't a need to. No, there really isn't. Kimmy, Jordan, have you April Fool's anybody? No, Jordan's not, nodding very confidently. What did you, what, what did did you, you do? It was, a, it was a really long time ago, and it was a combination of my mom and I. Um, my dad just got a new jacket. And so he was like about to go out and my mom and I were like, oh my God, what did you do to the back of your jacket? And he was like, what, what happened, what? <laughs> and he was just like completely freaking out. And we were like, yeah, like, did you like sit and paint? Did you, like, did you like, what is wrong? And he was like fully freaking out. And he looks in the mirror. He's like, there's nothing here. And we were like, April Fool's. And, but it worked out really well because it's like nothing that's like too extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like, ah, oh, you guys are you're mean. I thought I really destroyed this jacket. I just got it. And I was Aww. like, how much was this jacket that you were this paranoid about? The jacket was $10,000. <laughs> yeah. It was Armani. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I would say the only t- prank I've done, it wasn't April Fool's specific, but the best prank that I liked that we ever did is my sister and I bought like one of those huge Christmas inflatable things you would put on your lawn, like six, mm-hmm. it's like six by 10. Mm-hmm. And we would put it in our friends' bedrooms because you just plug it in and it inflates. And so they wouldn't <laughs> open their door and they would no. just have a giant, be like a giant penguin in their bedroom. And I was like, no one got hurt. Everyone gets to laugh at a penguin. This is a great time. <laughs> That's a good prank. That, that is I thought a good was prank. Cute. We were really cute in high school. We were very, very, it was very like 1950s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cute. I got God again. I have a chili pepper that says muy caliente on my butt as a tattoo. And uh, in school, I went to school with a, a man from maybe Brazil. I don't know. He's from somewhere in South America, maybe Ecuador. I don't remember. Um, but I was like showing off my tattoo and he was like, oh, man, they spelt that wrong. And I was like, what? They were like, caliente spelt incorrectly. And I was like, oh, no. And he let me believe that for like an hour. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get got so easily. It is very funny. <laughs> but why? Why am I so earnest and genuine and I just believe people? I mean, that is a good way of living to, to you know, hope for the good in people. <laughs> just, just trust people at their word. I guess there was a man at the airport who was like, he said he had Asperger's, which I don't think is a term we use anymore, but it was his diagnosis, not mine. And he was like, and I was late to the airport and I have to get money for a hotel. Does anyone have money? So I gave him a bunch of money. And then I was telling the story to you and Mateo. Mateo was like, you got got. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's a pretty expensive scam you're running. Like you want to get into the airport. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But and then, then to ask for money, but I don't. Yeah, it worked. He got money out of me. I hope, I hope he was telling the truth. Otherwise, I got got again. Yeah. Where's that juice from? Wild Oak. Oh, and that's by your house. It's by my house. Lolita sent some food for me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but I got to see my favorite car last night. It was right in front of me when I was getting off the highway. It's like a Volkswagen golf pickup truck that I think they only sold in Mexico. They didn't sell it here and it lives a couple streets down from me. So sometimes I see it when I go get my nails done, but I've never seen it in action. (laughs) It's the dumbest looking car and I love it so much. It's cherry red and... Oh my god! I was so excited. the The pictures I, uh, that I took last night are very blurry. It's a pickup truck. It is a Volkswagen Golf. Do you know what those look like? Uh uh-uh. uh 
Okay, a Volkswagen Golf is like a tiny little hatchback, Mm -hmm. but instead of it being a hatchback, it's a truck. No. Okay, put Volkswagen Golf. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that short one. Yes. And I love it. It looks so (laughs) silly. And I squeal every time I see it. (laughs) See, I was like, I was trying to figure this one's built. The one that uh, that you found, Kimmy, like someone built that here and like cut half of the the golf off. But the one I've been seeing, I think, was sold in Mexico and then someone drove it up here. Mm. I love them so much. They're so dumb looking. <laughs> They're pretty dumb looking. Yeah, it's like confusing my brain. <laughs> yes. And I when I first saw it, screamed. And then circled the block to see it again. (laughs) I love cars. Oh, my God. I'm pure and innocent and childlike. (laughs) You sure are. Oh, my God. Am I an angel on earth? (laughs) You're you're a little cherub. I am a little cherub. Oh, Everyone's wearing sweatshirts right now on this Zoom. And I'm wearing a tank top and I'm freezing. Well, yeah, of course. I was going to say, are you hot? No. (laughs) Just didn't choose to put more clothes on? Well, I woke up and then I changed out of my jammies into leggings and a tank top. And then I was like, I don't need a sweatshirt. It's spring. It's spring. It's Mm. spring. Mm -mm. And it's not. And it won't be spring here. And I don't understand why it keeps raining. Today is sunny, though. It is sunny out, which, thank goodness. That's nice. I like the sun. I like the sun, too. <laughs> I just, you, I can't believe you missed the rain. You have to move back. You brought the sun. Your sun shines this year. <laughs> I guess so. Thank goodness it's sunny. It's still pretty chilly. But, yeah, I, I finally came back to L.A. And, it, and L.A. was welcoming me. Also, my suitcase was the first one out at baggage claim. Wow. What a day. A diamond diva living her best life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you bring your suitcase home to switch out clothes? Yeah. Oh. Because I have a bunch of like sweaters and stuff that I brought to Georgia Mm -hmm. and it's starting to get warmer, even though it's like warmer and colder. Someone Mm -hmm. (laughs) found a a post where it was like the 12 seasons of. Georgia, where it's like <laughs> fall, winter, false winter, r- rainy winter, uh, uh, a little bit of spring, third winter, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then like the pollening, where there's like pollen everywhere. So I think we're leaving the third winter and going into the pollening or something like that. Oh no! But it's I don't need all the sweaters that I have, and um, and I brought some books that I'm never gonna read. I just am not going to read them. So I don't have to have them with me. Yeah. It's tough to read a book. I is. I really want to read this book. It's Brett Easton Ellis. It's his newest book. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like real thick. And I was like, well, this isn't going to do to my suitcase. This is too (laughs) thick. A shirt could go in its place. And I keep looking at the book being like, I'm going to read this. And mm-hmm. then I finally moved it away from my bed because I'm not going to read it and put it on the bookshelf. <laughs> but you actually do read more than I do, I think. Um, yeah, uh, I'm halfway through a book right now. And for whatever reason, my brain won't be like, hey, pick it up and finish it. Yeah. It's a book I started uh, in the Bahamas, in that, in that island nation that loves me so much. Wait, Jordan, you raised your hand. What were we going to say? I, I know I was going to ask you because I, I keep seeing it on TikTok more and more. I wanted to, to know both of your stances on like, would you ever use a Kindle? No. Okay. I think mm. I tried to. And for some reason, my eyes don't associate screens with leisurely reading. Mm-hmm. Same as these. Yeah. And I just, don't really like the name Kindle. <laughs> mm. I don't support. <laughs> well, it's just a Kindle. lot of people are just those who travel a lot. Where like it's a lot easier just to, like 
to take this one piece and that way you're not mm-hmm. like having like a ton of books and like yeah. i get that aspect but like i like the feel of books, i like but the I'm feel always of curious. a book too and i yeah. like the smell of paper i think i also like to physically see how much more i have of, of the book mm-hmm. like i know there's like numbers on the screen <laughs> on a kindle but i like to see like oh i only have a, this much left and i like to skip ahead sometimes mm-hmm and then read a little bit of a, a chapter coming up. So I go, ooh, juicy. And then I'll go back and get there and be like, I can't believe that's how we got there. <laughs> Real choose your adventure. <laughs> kind of. And then sometimes I'll read ahead and be like, oh, I'm, I don't think I'm into where this is going. Goodbye. Oh, I used to love Christopher Pike books. Mm-hmm. Do you know Christopher Pike? I do know. He was like the bootleg R.L. Stein. Okay. There was Fear Street, and then there was, like, Christopher Pike and his, like, vampire stories. Oh. And he had this one about, like, the first vampire, and she was this, like, blonde hot lady that, like, like had sex and hated men and, like, pushed <laughs> them off cliffs. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and I remember being, like, a preteen, being like, she's so cool. <laughs> Wait, Kimmy, can you look up that book? It's Christopher Pike, and it's about the first lady vampire. Oh, what is that series called? Wait, what books did you read in your youth, Sashir? I did read Fear Street. I did like that series. I think a little bit of Goosebumps, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I liked Goosebumps until I was like, I'm too old for Goosebumps. Fear yeah. Street's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and you, you graduate to a, <laughs> a little bit of a more adult version. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it was called, The Last Vampire. Oh. And it was, like, present day, but then you'd go back in time to when she was, like, I don't know, an elder or something. Hmm. Uh, they should turn this into a movie. Who's listening? Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wait, let's play Kimmy's new game. Zillow for a Dillo. I don't know. What do you want to call it? (laughs) (laughs) All I came up with the very clever would you rather Zillow edition. But if you guys, Zillow for a Dillo also sounds very fun to me. I'm sure Jordan could make it sound even better. It doesn't quite make sense. (laughs) Zillow or no Dillo. Yeah, Zillow or no Dillo. (laughs) I love Zillow. I never thought, as an adult who has a dwelling to live in, I'm constantly on Zillow looking at other dwellings that I'll never live in. Yeah. But maybe it's nice to be like, to like see ideas of things you can change in your home. Mmm. Okay. So the way this works is I'm going to show you guys two different Zillow pages. As we go through, feel free to ask to see things more clearly and describe kind of the general vibe. It doesn't have to be super specific. And then at the end, you're going to decide which one. If you had to live in one, which one would you live in? Mm, Here's the first one in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, Michigan, $315,000. Dreams do come Uh, true. Who needs a Barbie (laughs) dream house when you can have... A maintenance-free Barbie dream oh. condo. Okay. It's a Okay, condo. so the outside is rather unassuming. And the interesting thing about this is I didn't know houses were condos. I thought condos were only apartments. 
This is a freestanding condo. Um, yeah, I'm not quite under. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that either. I think it comes down to because uh, my uncle used to live in kind of a complex that's similar to this. Like it was truly a house. It was very large inside, but the houses all looked the same. And like you mm-hmm. had like everyone kind of had like a shared parking arrangement. You'd all have like like he would be like 291 and 292 for parking spaces. So like it's kind of like a condo community, but you can have like your own freestanding spot. Yeah. So it's a l- some condo complexes are a little bit different throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'll also add I think it has to do with if you lo- own the land underneath the house like mm. you can own the structure but I think for condos you own the structure but you don't own the land and so it makes oh. interest rates different so I think that's the other technicality but wait that's wild so I own the house but not the land so if I really wanted to I could dig up my house and move it somewhere yeah. else yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there may be something to that I live in a condo so I think that's how it works but it could be it could be different. <laughs> Interesting. Kimmy, can you zoom in on the picture on the wall of the gentleman eating? That just looks like a very fun painting. <laughs> Is he eating like spaghetti? <laughs> or- it looks like he's eating spaghetti. And then there's like a pile of hamburgers next to him? I mean, sounds like a good time. <laughs> I love hamburgers. Well, the front is unassuming. It's brick with like, um, I don't know, something. And then you go in and in the front door, there's like a black rug and then a leopard print couch. I don't know. It's a yeah, but I think it's like draped over. I don't know if it's an actual leopard print couch. And then in this. (laughs) It's red walls. Black walls. There's um, like the black dog <laughs> a, yeah a black dog there's a bust there's um a sarcophagus like a tomb cover on the fireplace on the other side oh, which yes. is very funny to me and then there's a picture of the house above it Wait, a picture of the outside of the house oh yes yep this is so of, funny it's a mix of like egyptian yeah egyptian and... royalty stuff Leopard print, lots of leopard. leopard yeah, leopard, print leopard eyes, eyes over the hallway entryway. Lots oh my God. of leopard. Okay, and now we're in the dining room, I think, and it's <laughs> very pink, very, very, very pink, pink like royal looking curtains. There's a real chandelier. There's a medallion holding the chandelier. Lots of ornate. Uh, mirror frames. Oh, okay. And this is the kitchen that is also. I actually really like this kitchen. I love this kitchen. Really pink. There's like it's like powder pink on the fridge and the cabinets, and it's got like some like gold detail on the like inside the cabinets and on the corner of the fridge. A gold dishwasher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gold keys on the walls there's another it looks like uh chandelier thingy hanging from the the light fixtures over the sink there's a leopard print dish mat yeah this is a perfect house i love this house so much it does feel like a different person took a turn decorating each room Uh huh. Okay, Ooh. now we're in a Valentine's Day bathroom. <laughs> Lots of hearts. And then this toilet has a seat cover. Can you even? It's got a little skirt. <laughs> a little, little doily skirt. And then <laughs> this bedroom has a pillow that says, Call me juicy. Mm-hmm. And one of those pink canopy uh, sheer curtain things over the bed. I really like that the makeup counter or like makeup desk is a piece of glass over two columns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. Is that a mirror on the ceiling? Or it's a mirror on the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, I think it's so you can watch things happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, a closet, lots of pink stuff. Why did they show the closets full? We're not going to oh, take this stuff. If we buy the house, we're not going to take the stuff with it. This person Maybe. loves juicy. There's loves juicy so many couture. juicy purses it's pretty wild like who who would have thought who would have thought 
And then the bathroom is fun. Oh, my God. It's got some frilly grandma shower curtains. Uh Uh-huh. And then this person, I think, is an influencer because they have (laughs) a ring Ring light light. (laughs) and a mannequin and uh, a little shooting setup. Mm -hmm. I like that that's in the listing. (gasps) They have a shoe chair. I want a shoe chair so bad. They're so ugly. (laughs) And then a normal Mm. bathroom with just a bust. And then they have a whole makeup room with leopard print carpet and striped pink stripey walls. This also looks like a salon. It does look like a salon. Also, there's a a a, a life size birthday cake and another oh. shoe chair. <laughs> Do you think they just pop out of that birthday cake? I hope so. Just on Friday nights when they're <laughs> home alone. <laughs> um washer dryer and in the backyard nothing's happening in the backyard at all not one thing how funny they really wanted to keep all their fabulousness a secret to themselves (laughs) oh it's not freestanding it's uh attached on the back i see interesting and this one is in colorado house number two four bedroom four bath a million dollars one million dollars. This is wild. In Colorado? I get ugh. Okay, so he's like so, white, furry. Okay, the outside is stone and then vinyl siding. And then I don't know what kind of roof that is. Shingles? I think it's yeah, shingled roof. Shingles. Inside is very Yuck. gray. It's Too a, gray. Like a gray leather couch. A white, white fluffy rug. Some sort of like modern glass Ugh. coffee table. The floors are too shiny. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> I don't know if they're wood or vinyl or whatever. Or yeah, they're nasty to me. But their dining table is also nasty to me. <laughs> and then they have purple chairs and then a purple carpet with like circles and squares on it. That's nasty to me. <laughs> nasty to me. <laughs> nasty to me. <laughs> Um, yeah, stools with purple covers, and the kitchen is just like pretty standard. It's probably nasty to me, nasty to me. Marble top, or not marble, but whatever that, yeah, granite, I think. Um, ugh, (laughs) this bedroom (laughs) has this nasty gray carpet. The bed does have a purple comforter that I'm like chill with. There's purple curtains, but this again is nasty to me. It doesn't look like anyone lives here. Like, it looks like no. someone set it up. And maybe they did. Yeah. But it just, it looks like a bunch of hotel furniture. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. This bathroom is nasty to me. It's, it's just, just gray. So gray. Everything's gray. And there's carpet. Oh, it's a pool table. <laughs> a tiny a pool castle? table. It's nasty. This is all gray and nasty. <gasps> is that Ugh. a Disney this a, Mickey, Mouse a Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse cut out out of the wall to like go to the next Ah! oh no it's Ah! a giant mickey mouse head that you can walk through and go to their own gray disneyland oh no there's dwarves painted on the wall a quote from walt disney there's uh that little creature from uh lilo and stitch yeah. Ew. Yeah, it's like and there's oh, it's a lot of Disney memorabilia, like figurines and stuffed animals and things on the wall, and it just keeps going. Ew. <laughs> and they have like a haunted. <gasps> what oh, is that? It's their guest room. <laughs> Be our guest. Oh, and the no. door says "Once upon a time," oh, and no. it's got a, I think a a mermaid handle on the other side. Ew. Well, they really buried the lead. What is the... Do you see that tiny detail at the bottom? No. Who's that? Those are those two little mice from Cinderella holding a key to let you into the room. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) I would never stay here. I would say I have to go to a hotel. This is nasty. You get in the room and it's like Belle's dress is the comforter and Woody's staring at you and Dumbo's fucking flying. And then you got them frozen bitches. I hate this. <laughs> is this like their guest room? Like when guests come over, are they like, please stay in our Disney lair? <laughs> <laughs> With no windows. There's a Disney fucking bathroom where 
Mickey's feet are <laughs> ill. The is showers of ugh. <laughs> There's a Mickey Mouse head mirror. Mickey Mouse head bath rug. What are the yeah? There's like Mickey shoes coming out of something. I don't. And I think the shower curtain is supposed to be like Mickey's body or something. And then the, his head. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to hide behind. I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> here's the outside just back to fucking gray shit. So this like, house is nasty. It was a really boring house until you go downstairs and it's Disney World. <laughs> Imagine spending that much money to have a Disney, a, a Mickey Mouse head walk Cut out of your wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I, All right, guys. House one, house two. House one? Are you house kidding? One. Yeah. I could never... I like, ooh, hmm? I would be so upset to um, to just know that that was down there in a mm-hmm. house that I bought. Like, <laughs> what creepy shit went down? Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Not to be rude, but Disney adults are very interesting people to me. Yeah, it's interesting. I like Disney, but I don't want part of my house dedicated to it. Are you a Disney adult? What's the what are the qualifications for a Disney adult? You love Disney World and Land, and you're so excited to go by your ears, <laughs> and you, you gotta eat a bunch of stuff from different places. You gotta hit up all the rides that you like, and you, better you go be to Disneyland. <laughs> you're gonna get a bunch of hate. <laughs> yeah, the Bahamas will hate me, and Disney adults. My <laughs> my two demographics that I love. I I mean, I do enjoy going to the park. I haven't been in a very long time, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't call myself a Disney adult. Okay. I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I don't want to yuck someone's yum. I think Mm -hmm. that's a term I can use. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wait, should we help people? Is it time for that yet? Is it time to help people? Okay. It's time to help the people. The people, oh, they need help. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was all just Disney adult questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to propose to my girlfriend, and that would take her to Disney. <laughs> Hi, Nicole, Sashir, uh, G- Kimmy, and Jordan. I'm so sorry. I took mushrooms and decided it was a good idea to call it. <laughs> here's the thing. I just, I, I don't know if I'm being a bitch, but I have a question about um, a friend that I made via, uh, we did like one of those apps, like a Bumble BFF. We met on that and then her and her husband, um, met me and my husband and we like, they were fine. We got along. Like, I just, I want to preface this by saying they're perfectly nice, normal people. There's no like weird, there's no weird gotcha at the end of this. It, it's just, we tried to hang out with them a couple times and, it's not really clicking, and I don't know if it's mutual, but I know at least for me and my husband, we're just not vibing with them. We went over to their house yesterday, um, and Sashir, I know you love a chair, okay? Um, we didn't sit the entire time we were there, and I'm going to be very clear. This is not like a, like a, like a, um, Oh God, what's the word? It's not like a, a uh, like a religious thing. We're all white. It's all coming up white. Like it's not like a cultural. That's it. It's not cultural. There's nothing cultural about it. Um, but we just stood the entire time. We stood while we were eating and we stood while we were playing games and we just stood the whole time and they never offered us a chair. And I just felt, 
uncomfortable to ask because I was like, is there a reason that we're not sitting down? I don't get this. Um, but I think the question is just that it's not clicking. We're not clicking. I don't know how to break up with them because they're very, very nice people and they haven't overtly done anything wrong and I, or anything wrong and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I'm probably going to hurt someone's feelings, but it's just, it feels like a chore to hang out with them. I don't look forward to it and I just don't know if I should just, it happens so infrequently that should I just suffer? <laughs> should I just <laughs> suffer because <laughs> it's infrequent <laughs> and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings? Or should I, I don't know, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I took mushrooms and decided to do this, but um, it's, I just, I was really curious about what you, what you guys think. <laughs> I appreciate your opinion um, when I hear it. And I also really value your friendship um, and the, the, um, what I hear from it anyway. So, oh yeah, I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on that and how, uh, how, how to easily let someone down um, or if I shouldn't let them down and if I should just kind of keep going on with it because it's, it's not like, the worst thing in the world, but um, we definitely don't have a good time hanging out with them. Uh, but, you know, any any thoughts would be really uh, appreciated. I'm so sorry I called you while I was on Mushroom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. You're all made of sunshine. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're all made of sunshine. <laughs> she was on Mushrooms. <laughs> I like it. I think everyone should call on Mushroom. I'm kidding. Um <laughs> so funny they didn't offer a seat and we just stood there yeah i'm curious i want to know more more about that is it like they had chairs and they didn't offer a seat or there were just no seat options i feel like it was like they had chairs but nobody offered to sit so everyone just stood there which is crazy to me whenever people come to my home i go please sit let's sit immediately Uh, yeah (laughs) <laughs> let's sit immediately <laughs> hi sit walk in and sit right down but i can't imagine I mean, doing all that stuff standing <laughs> yeah it seems weird um i think you don't have to hang out with these people anymore if you don't want to just be busy yeah i was gonna say you're just be suddenly busy mm-hmm yeah, because nobody needs to know that you're like not ever trying to hang out with them ever again. Just always be busy. Yeah, especially if there's like a new friend that you met online. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. you have to see this person. It's not a coworker no. or or someone in the f- friend group you're already in. This is a stranger, kind of. Yeah, you you don't owe them anything. Be busy. B B A B B. Always be busy. <laughs> Yeah, but good for you for trying to make a new yeah, friend. I applaud you to to. It is hard. It's hard to make new friends, and I applaud. Yeah, but this is not the friend for you. Yeah, or you could blame it on your husband. Be like, look, he doesn't like your husband. So <laughs> yeah, my husband hates your husband. He's stinky and run. I can't believe it. And that means we can't even hang out together. My yeah. husband won't allow it. Yeah, just make your husband sound really abusive. He won't allow it. Help me. Help. <laughs> I'm trapped in my Disney basement. I can't hang out. Solved. Solved. Hi, Nicole. Sashir. Love you both. Thank you for making me laugh out loud in very inappropriate places all of the time. I am calling with a bestie dilemma, for lack of a better term. Um... My long-term BFF of nearly 15 years is going through a really rough time right now. Um, She's currently between jobs. She's suffering from pandemic-related burnout. Like, she's really just not having a good time. Um, We've been friends for over 15 years, and we're each other's confidant, companion. I try my hardest to be there for her as she does for me. Um, I recently started dating somebody after a long-term, very unhappy relationship ended over the summer. And at first, my bestie was encouraging. She was eager to live vicariously through me because she's been in a, like, decade-long relationship herself. Um, And she really loved to hear about my new partner. And then the other night, said partner came over for a few hours. I was away from my phone. And once he left for the evening, my bestie texted me this paragraph saying she was very hurt that I ghost her whenever partner is around. You completely disappear every time and then barely talk to me or respond in return afterwards or after work. I know I struggle with this when my mental health gets bad, so I don't want to be a hypocrite, but this is how I feel. 
and and my response is just question marks like without oversharing i work two jobs my commute is solely by foot i'm a very very busy person with very few spoons to give as is my question isn't really how to deal with what she said in that text because that's a doozy in and of itself um but her and i have like danced around this for like a week now we've acknowledged it but we've never addressed it because i really feel like i have nothing to apologize for um but the thing is, I know she's already in an incredibly fragile mental state right now. And the last thing I want to do is turn that into a larger issue on top of her shit Sunday. So my question is, how do you go about telling a friend they're in the wrong when they're already down? That's something we can even do? Your your help is greatly appreciated. Uh, love you both. Thanks for the laughs. Have a good one. I actually don't think either of them are in the wrong. I feel mm-hmm. like... Good on that friend for being honest and saying how they feel and being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm feeling neglected. They miss you. That's why they're saying anything at all. And you're not wrong to want to prioritize the person who's in front of you when they're in front of you. Like, even if it wasn't your partner, if you had a different friend in your house and you're hanging out with them, you wouldn't want to be on the phone with this best friend because you're currently entertaining somebody else. So... I don't think either party's wrong. I think maybe more communication can happen. Maybe you could be like, my person's coming over. Can I call you later tonight? Or like, can I check in with you tomorrow? But like, I plan on like hanging out with said person for whatever. And uh, you know, it's like, not like, it's not asking permission. It's not like keeping tabs on each other, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just like trying to keep the flow of communication open. Cause then maybe your friend will share like, okay, like, these are moments where I feel like needy or like I feel like I need more attention. And I don't know what those moments are. Maybe it could be after work or on the weekend or whatever. But like maybe you can compromise or it's like, OK, I'll try to call you after work before my person comes over and then I'll spend the whole night with my new person. And and hopefully everybody can feel a little tended to. But do you understand this is a new relationship and I might like I might be MIA sometimes and I'm not on call as I used to be, but I think there's a way that both of you can feel heard and still appreciated in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have too much to add. I think that's a really good idea just to let your friend know when you're hanging out with your person, just to be like, hey, I might not be available right now because I am hanging with, you know, the person that I like. Um, But that doesn't mean you're any less important to me. So you can reach out and I'll get back to you when I can. And I will try to be prompt with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think just assuring the friend that you're not going anywhere might be all they're looking for. Yeah, definitely. Especially like if they're not used to them dating somebody, they might be Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, at first I wanted to live through you because I haven't been in a new relationship in a long time. But now it just feels like you're leaving me and now Mm -hmm. I'm scared. And now I'm just I have to tell you that I feel like you're ghosting me. And it's like, well, I'm not ghosting you and I'm still here. And just, yeah, people just sometimes need reassurance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes us needy people just need to know that no one's leaving. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. They just, it's a change in behavior. So everyone mm-hmm. just seems like a little, like a little check in, which a I think check-in. is normal. A little check in. Just a little check in. <laughs> Solve. Solved. One more. Give us one more, Kimmy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Miranda. My pronouns are she, her. Teacher Nicole, I love your podcast and listen to it and look forward to it every single week. You make me laugh. You make me feel empathy. You bring common humanity to this experience of friendship, and I appreciate you. My question is, how do you deal with a friend who pathologically lies? Like, there's no social gain from the lying. There's no, it's not like this person's blind to protect from his feelings, like a little white lie, like, oh, that trust looks great on you. Like, it's not like that kind of lie, you know, protecting people's feelings, you know. It's, it's like whole narratives are crafted and details are thrown in and you can kind of tell that details are being made up on the spot and 
it's clear that it's not, it just doesn't seem truthful because of how often this person is painted as either the victim or the hero or the person who was vindicated or the person who was like, you know, everything was resolved in their favor or whatever and congratulate me or whatever. Just to kind of make her, make her look better. That, that's what, you know, my friend is doing. And it didn't come to a head until she told a story that involved um, a mutual between my brother and her and the story that she told wasn't true. I knew it wasn't true because I already knew all of the details of it. And instead of calling her out, because I didn't think that would go well, I started asking clarifying questions because people who don't tell truths, like they hate clarifying questions. And so um, that, you know, she responded with some truths, some obviously kept lying a little bit, but here's my question. Is it okay to stop hanging out with somebody who does this? Like, it's harmless. It, like, it ultimately is harmless. This person's super nice. I, you know, love her as a friend. Otherwise, it's just, why do you do this? And is it me? Why do I tolerate this also? Like, is it disrespect? Am I, am I being nice at the cost of my own self-respect? Like, what's going on here? And what do I do? Is it? Is it right for me to want to distance myself from this friend just for this behavior that happens all the time? Should I be direct with her about it? I don't know, dude. What do you think? I mean, this one's a hard one. I think it's safe to distance yourself from people like that. I guess. But if it's like harmless little lies, I have a friend who exaggerates everything all the time. And I've just learned that I think she just wants her life to be more exciting than it is. Hmm. And... It is harmless, and I love her very much, so I'm just like, meh, that's fine. And I don't, like, correct her on things, because she'll retell stories of, th- like, pl- things that I've been there for, and they'll mm-hmm. be more fantastical than I remember happening. And I just go, okay. Because I remember, like, sometimes people embellish because they actually think that's how it happened. But you know how, like, every story has, it's, like, the truth, my side, mm-hmm. your side. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, like, like, very recently, I was telling you about somebody I don't like, and I was like, listen, listen to this text message they sent. And then I read it, and I went, actually, that's not that bad. Um, and you were like, yeah, I was about to say. And it's like, because my brain skewed it because I don't like that person, that this is like an awful text. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like when people tell stories, their stories are skewed by, like, how they perceive things. But if it's, like, outright lying and, like, you hate it, then, you know, you don't have to talk to them. But I I think sometimes things, like, is this person actually lying or do you just not like them? Do you mm. know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, from the, this person's call, it sounds like it was full narratives that were being creative. Not, mm-hmm. like, little embellishments. And then also one that involved her brother. So oh, I yeah. Hear. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. boy. I'm really taking up for this liar. <laughs> yeah. I was like, were you listening? Just let them tell <laughs> stories. Maybe they want to write a book. <laughs> Support them. <laughs> they just want their life to be more fun. No, it really sounds like I'm trying to get my agenda out. Anyway, um, yeah. Don't be their friend. <laughs> Leave them well, in a gutter. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess there's, if people are doing like harmless embellishments, it's not crazy, but. And also some people genuinely misremember stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I I personally have not encountered pathological liars. I have I know people who do have people like that in their lives. And I think it's best to just be like, this is a this can be a sometimes friend. Like mm-hmm. we can brunch, we can be chill, but I don't think you should trust this person with like, like big parts of your life because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's scary because they, they don't know they're doing it. Sometimes there's zero reason for why they're doing it. Do you think pathological liars, they don't know they're lying or do they know they're lying? Uh, I think they don't. Dang, that must be wild. What a wild way to live. I know because sometimes... I mean, there are liars who try to 
be opportunists and get something out of it. But some people who just lie just because, I don't understand that. Me either. So, and then like, I don't know, I guess you could confront this person, but like what, what would the result be? I don't think confronting will be good. I don't think because then it's like a bunch of justifications and maybe lies about the lies. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to be around a liar, get out of there. (laughs) Or just keep them at arm's distance. That too. (laughs) Downgrade the relationship a bit. Don't keep solved. Yeah, I think I guess. I don't know. Maybe I didn't listen too good. I don't think you did. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> My pure ears were having trouble <laughs> taking things in. You're like, I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have a query about friendship or just something you want to get off your chest, we have an email. It is Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. We also have a phone number for you to call um, and stuff. Four two four six six four five seven zero zero three. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. We also have transcripts of our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. Yes, bye. Bye. <laughs> If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Love starts with you. Aw. Show off your personal style with new Pandora jewelry pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages, Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. With Pandora's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to show what's in your heart. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with handwritten charms or a personal engraving. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love.